0: This is our uh, annual pastor and deacons report time. This is uh, when you get to hear from our deacons and our pastors exactly what they've been up to all year. Uh, Contrary to popular belief, uh, they have been up to a lot. And so uh, you will get to hear that today. But no, seriously, it is a chance to reflect on this last year, uh, uh, some of the things that have been implemented and done and uh, that they are continuing to work on. So we are going to open in a word of prayer, and we will get started. Father, I thank you for this church. I thank you for those that are here. I thank you for your spirit and even the, the uh, message this morning. Uh, Lord, it is always a problem that we think too highly of ourselves. And I just uh, pray as we listen to these reports and these men today that uh, you would bless them. Um, thank you for their work their efforts uh, through the year and uh, thank you for each in the body that continues to help and work and uh, knit us together Um, thank you Lord for your grace to us and your goodness to us in Jesus name Amen so again it is a chance for you to become familiar with each area of ministry There are many things that go on behind the scenes that most of us are not aware of or hear about. Um, I think you would be shocked to see how many people do different ministries in different areas, uh, and many times we we never know those names. Um, Also want to be sure and recognize especially the uh, women's ministry. There's so many things that they do around this church that even though you're not going to hear a report from them, a lot of the things that you see and are done and the beauty of the, uh, the auditorium and the church itself, there's always constantly ladies working on that. Um, also, all the, just the uh, groups and studies and, and um, uh, food that's prepared and things that are taken care of for, for different, many different events. Um, there's a lot of you that serve on committees or uh, help in each of these areas of ministry, 1 Corinthians 12 tells us that as a part of the body of Christ, we are all needed. We each fit together, and if a part is missing, there are holes in our church. Uh, I don't know how this all works out, but I know it works. Um, This is the part here where I get to encourage you and urge you that if you're not part of a ministry, uh, or if you don't even know where you can be plugged in, uh, there are plenty of places to do that. Um... As we're faithful and serve, you will find areas that you will fit well with talents God has blessed you with, or you will grow and mature in areas that you never thought you would or could. Uh, This is all for the building up and maturing of the body and to the glory of God. This is the way God designed it, and we all need to be involved. Um, The men that are about to give these reports today uh, spend countless hours each month in their areas of service. Uh, As 1 Timothy 3 says of deacons, let them first be tested and then serve. And these men have been tested and are dedicated and are serving well. Uh, They are worthy of our thanks and respect. So the first area of ministry uh, that we're going to hear from is building and grounds. And that is Gary McVeigh and Doug Johansson. And I will just say a word about uh, those men as they come up. Uh, This is probably the last report that Gary is going to give because he has uh, handed the reins over to Doug. And uh, so Gary asked me you know, about what he could say today, and you know, normally I'd say, you know, Gary, key it, keep it to three minutes and five seconds, and that's it. You know, don't say this, don't say this, but today I said, Gary, you say whatever you want. You know, if it takes an hour, it's okay. <laughs> don't worry about it. You just come on up and, and share what's on your heart. But no, uh, so why don't you guys come up and, uh, and uh, let us know what's going on.
1: Don't I get one of them fancy things that you put in your ear? <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> well, I just mainly wanted to let everybody know that I want to thank uh, everybody for allowing me to serve over the years. <clears throat> it's been a lot of fun and there's been a lot of work. Uh, and uh, we've had a lot of people working at the, over the year. Like Yesterday was the first year, I think, that I have missed. I, I don't remember ever missing a work day, and I had to yesterday. I just had way too many things on my plate, and uh, decided to miss the work day. I would have been working outside probably anyway, and it was pouring rain, so. Didn't get much done outside, uh, so thank you for all the years that you gave me for uh, uh, being the deacon, the building and grounds here, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I want to thank Doug and Kevin Wink, both. Uh, they were my right-hand man, men over the years, or left-hand, I don't know which way they, <laughs> maybe they were left and right-handed. But I want to thank both of them because uh, whenever I asked them to do something, they just jumped right in and did it. And uh, that's one of the reasons why Doug has taken over, because he, he knows everything that's going on in the building practically. And uh, so I want to thank both of them and all the other people that have been very helpful over the years, too. There's been a lot of people help. and. Uh, uh, That's about all I've got to to say. I'm going to leave the rest up to Doug and, uh, but I'll be around to help. Thank you.
2: Well, I'm just really thankful for Gary and, uh, and all the work that he's done for the years. And, and uh, he really gave us, he, he left me a pretty easy job to start with anyway, because the building's in great shape. Um, um, it's an older building, obviously, and, and uh, there's always gonna be projects to do, but really it's in very good shape. It's, uh, we had all the new siding put on, the new roof is on. So on the exterior, there's really not much to, to worry about right now. And, uh, and we've got the new fence project that we did this summer. Um, yesterday we had a work day we had 36 people is what I counted there might have been a few that slipped in and out because we had people that came for just a little bit too but uh, we had 36 people that were able to show up yesterday and uh, even with the rain uh, we had projects scheduled outside which we had to uh, make adjustments but we got a lot of work done Um, all the new windows we stained all the new woodwork uh, for the new windows that were installed Um, cleaned out the fireside room and and got that looking a little nicer for so that uh, the people that are in there, it's a little bit more like a worship center. Um, some of the classrooms, uh, somebody, a couple people went through the classrooms and just cleaning up uh, toys and, and build, um, teaching materials and those kinds of things. Some ceilings that got patched in the foyer. We've had some leaks up above there and, and there's we've kind of chased it around. I think we have it all now. I think we fixed three different leaks above there at different times this summer. Um, so, and then just uh, just some extra cleaning that Uh, Our custodial uh, Laura and and Candy and and their families I think are up here most of the time too but they do a great job cleaning the church. We went and did some extra things pulled all the cushions out of the Couches downstairs in the youth room and and cleaned those and just really kind of a extra deep cleaning um, Happened yesterday, so I just really thank everybody that showed up everybody was very good about just kind of being uh, Being willing to switch things up and, and find things we had some plumbing that we had to fix So we just found things to do yesterday Um, And then uh, obviously we had lunch um, and appreciate the ladies that put uh, put the lunch together Can't have a work day without a lunch. So and the coffee had to have coffee, so but uh, a couple things that we're working on um, is And I don't know if you noticed there was a few weeks this summer that the lights there was one or two lights out um, Seemed like every Sunday the last few weeks. They've all stayed on so that's great, but (laughs) but The wiring and the lighting is is getting older. Um, I think these lights have probably been up here since the original building. So we're working on uh, some estimates for new lights in the sanctuary and the fireside room. And we've got some prices that were a little bit high, so we're ch- trying to kind of just work on that. Um, something else that we're talking about is redoing the wall back here between the sanctuary and the foyer to make it more soundproof so that the conversations out in the foyer aren't carrying through to the... Uh, to the sanctuary. And then just some, uh, some cosmetic things in the, in the fireside room that we're looking at and then when we kinda have those more finalized, we'll let you know about that. But uh, I'd also like to thank Mandy. Mandy's great about getting a hold of me and making sure that uh, the receipts are coming in right and that uh, I know when things need to get done. They, they typically go to her and then she lets me know. So, and the elder board is, uh, is very good to work with. So, thank you all. Thanks, Doug. The
0: next area of ministry is children's ministry, and that is Jeremy Sweet.
3: All right, so uh, I am not going to mention anybody by name. There are so, so many volunteers in the children's ministry. I'm going to speak mostly about the different areas that uh, we have for the children here at church. And um, starting with Sunday school, um, we had on average 50 kids this year, this last year in Sunday school. Um, as many as 64, so that, that's an area where we are growing a lot. Um, there are several classes downstairs that are going on right now that are um, much, much bigger than they have been in the past. One of the classes we just moved out of their too small room into the into the uh, old preschool room down there because they, had, they were bursting at the seams. So, um, but that's going really well. Lots of faithful help there. And uh, we did add one um, family to the, the leadership in Sunday School as Michael and Stephanie Lovelace are, are now uh, teaching a class too, so. I rescind that name. I said I wasn't gonna name any names. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. <laughs> uh, also, on Sunday morning we have Children's Church that goes during the, uh, the service hour and that's uh, for kids ages four through first grade. And um, a couple years ago we made a change where um, prior to the change we, we would have a volunteer or a, a couple or a couple of people that would teach for the entire month. And um, it was a little bit difficult to get people to help, and I understand that. I mean, giving up an entire month's worth of service was was difficult, um, and people were a little bit apprehensive to do that. And so we so we made the switch a couple years ago to um, each week you have a new a new helper, and then we go through the list three or four times throughout the year, and you end up working about the same amount of time, but it's spread out into. Uh, uh, longer periods between helping and that, and that really seems like that has helped out a lot um, We are always looking for more people to help so if you think that that's something that you might want to do Let me know uh, We also have nursery on Sunday morning. Um, I am almost not at all involved in nursery. Holly does such a <sighs> <laughs> There's a certain person downstairs that does most of <laughs> all that work, so uh I'm sure you can talk to uh, me <laughs> if you'd like to help there as well. And they're signed up in the, in, the sanctu- or in the foyer right now as well for next year. Awana is our midweek um, outreach kind of uh, ministry. And um, we've had a lot bigger years the last several years. This year it seems to be down a little bit, and there's a good reason for it. One of the big churches in Norwalk used to have Iwana, then they didn't for several years, and then this year they started up again. So a lot of the kids that had been coming down here for the last several years from that church went back. Um, We're fully supportive of that. They should go to their home church if it's available. Um, But we're a little bit smaller this year, but we're still having a good year so far. Um, Children's musical... Uh, this coming up for for Christmas, it, the practice started today, so that's going to be a lot of fun as well. And then one more thing, we haven't done a VBS for several years, but it looks like fingers crossed, um, we're heading towards one in 2018. So um, pay attention for areas of service there, and we'll have we'll have a good outreach for the for the summer. So. Uh, That's all I got. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, As you know, those of you that have been around this church, um, children's ministry is tough. It is really tough. Uh, It ebbs and flows. Uh, Right now, we have a lot of kids, a lot of little kids. Um, It goes up, it goes down, regardless. Always always the need for extra help and so if you have any inclination to help see Jeremy You would absolutely love it uh, The next area of ministry is uh, deacon of finance um, and that would be mr. Mike Doty
4: Good morning Jeremy promise not to use any names, I promise not to use any numbers. <laughs> and I further expect to be just as successful. <laughs> First of all, if you haven't thanked Mandy recently, please do. Um, most all of this, um, aside from the budget creation, is by her hand. So. Um, Be sure to give her hearty thanks because she works for a number of different masters and I have it on pretty good authority, you're not supposed to do that but we put her in that (laughs) position and she does a marvelous job at it. Um, I wanted to talk about two givings that you all do, okay? The big one you hear about on a regular basis is the general fund and one you hear about more frequently, perhaps, but is different, are designated funds. We went through a budget process, uh, what, three weeks ago? And I've got the proposed budget in my hand. There are 83, to my count, individual items in the budget. And that makes up our general fund. When you give to the general fund, you give to the general fund. You give blanket to all of them. It would not do us very well to say, well, you know, I like children's ministries more than I like the worship service, so I want my tithe to go to children's ministries. That's not the way it works. When you give to the general fund, your tithe is spent on keeping the church up and running. It's spent on the operations of the body. It's spent on the mission of the body. So that's what general giving goes to. Designated funds are almost exactly the opposite. You don't ever give to all of the designated funds with one blanket. They are special, special projects, special causes, special needs. If you're moved and if you're touched over and above your regular giving to say I wanna support that cause, I want to help out with that need, then you, give additionally to the designated funds. The difference between the two is as a member of Martinsdale Community Church, when we have the annual meeting next week, you're gonna be asked to commit to supporting the general fund. They're gonna show some designated numbers, we always do, let you know what that looks like, Um, name of transparency. But what you're being asked to do is give to the general fund. And that, once again, is the operations and missions of this body of believers. To that end, you've been exceptionally generous for so many years, I say this repeatedly every quarter, um, that the maturity of a body of believers can easily be seen in how they handle their money, how they handle what God has blessed them with. And you all have been immensely generous and continue to give back. And it makes this job that I get to do really pretty stinkin' easy, because the numbers generally balance. So I thank you for that, and I thank you for allowing me to serve.
0: Thanks, Mike. And uh, you know, he really did a good job. He had no numbers mentioned that I heard, maybe one, maybe one. Um, I won't mention any numbers either, but... Uh, uh, it has been a good year in that regard, and uh, you'll hear a lot more about that at the annual meeting, and, um, and we'll cover a lot of that. Uh, the next area of ministry is Deacon of Missions, and that's Wendell Starmer.
5: I always like to follow, I won't mention a name, that guy is just here, <laughs> because one of the key words I always keyed in on uh, his report was missions, and uh, I we'll be hearing a little bit more in the annual meeting, but because of your generosity, because God has provided us so richly in the past few years, we are going to bring forth to you uh, uh, something to vote on. Uh, which really pleases me. Whenever our missionaries have uh, requests, uh, of course, uh, being a supporting uh, church of them, we uh, would like to help in that regard, and I think we have an opportunity to do so here coming up this year. So it, it's been great. The uh, um, past year has been kind of interesting in, in missions, and, and I can look at it and say, You know, this is kind of the trend in in missions, but I I think there is a transition going on a little bit more that we may see. I think the Simmermans are a little bit reflective of that. Uh, You know, we can kind of see where they have uh, been moved around by their sending organization, but there's a purpose for that. And we found uh, uh, Melanie and and Josh uh, met with the uh, elder board a couple weeks ago and it was most beneficial to understand exactly kind of what they're doing. Um, so the, uh, one of the things that happened last year, the Kolcheks had retired and we had supported them for many, many, many years. And, and inversely, their, their mission, their work that we, uh, you as a congregation, uh, voted to, to um, support them about for many years ago, basically didn't change a lot but now we see uh, a change in direction in, in different sending organizations and churches, so that's one thing we have to look at and, uh, and try to figure out what's the best way to support those things. Um, in the last year, we had uh, uh, the Griffiths came back, if, if many of you remember, for about a year-long furlough. Um, in that process, they uh, change, uh, changed uh, sending organizations. Uh, there were reasons for that, I'd be love, love to Speak to any of you on that, but sometime, uh, just talk to me. uh, It'd be too long to go into. But they are now back in uh, Czechoslovakia uh, with an organization that is the uh, uh, 4Cs or CCCC, but it based conservative congregational Christian uh, Conference is who they're with. Um, Another one, uh, and we'll be seeing them. They're coming back. uh, The Frasers will be back here in December, Drew and Stacy and their family. and they've been if you, they've been out in Bol, uh, in Colorado, Denver area. But Navigators here recently, this last year, asked them if they'd consider moving to Montana. Um, I believe it's Bozeman, but Montana State University, to uh, initiate a uh, a work much as, the same there as they did in Boulder, Colorado, and that's setting up uh, groups for students. Uh, it's virtually untouched by the navigators in that area, so we're kind of excited about that and we'll hear about that when they come. Uh, that, and they're supposed to be in place, I believe, in the spring of 2018. So that's kind of an exciting work as well. Um, like I said, Josh and Melanie Zimmerman uh, are back in the States for uh, furlough. And uh, for uh, number one, they, they've been uh, extremely, worked extremely hard uh, in what they're doing in Lesbos, uh, Greece with the refugee camps, and uh, they needed a little R&R. Uh, well, that's military talk, rest and relaxation. I get, <laughs> I get that confused with retired, which I am always resting, but uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, excuse me. But um, they, um, Melanie's father um, is uh, in stage four uh, colon cancer, so they're here, dual purpose for that, and also Melanie is expecting, so. Hopefully, the baby will be born, God willing, um, while they're here. Um, but um, So we'll, we'll be hearing more about them, too. There are some other issues that has happened to their um, uh, apartment back in Greece while we're here. So um, I don't want to go going too much in that. As I said, uh, the Kolcheks have retired. Uh, we no longer support them. So um, rather than take on another missionary, what we'd like to do uh, is try to spread that wealth uh, and uh, grace of God's given us two other missionaries to be a larger support of their mission, and uh, our budget will reflect that. And and uh, Timur uh, Nesbitt, if anybody knows him, um, had three weddings. <laughs> one one a Kazakhstan wedding <laughs> to make it legal. Uh, there was another one, uh, and I think the family anyway. He got married this year, so you'll be hearing more of his name too. So. Um, I do want to mention too. Uh, Alex and Daniel uh, are working on a, a missionary booklet to make uh, have faces. I believe is not if not that we will uh, faces and information about each one of the missionaries. So it'll make it easier for us you know, to relate to who you're praying for or who you uh, or to start praying for, uh, and that's most important for um, us to continue to do that and to be closely associated with them as, as a family of our church because we do want to uh, lift them up in prayer often. So that's all I have and uh, the, the problem that Gary had was Gary you don't ask a question if you don't like the answer so I never ask how long I can talk so I went over my time. Thank you.
0: Thanks Wendell. I did uh I did talk with him ahead of time, and I said, please, Wendell, no more than 30 minutes, so I think he's done really well. So, uh, uh, no, thank you for that. Uh, it's always fun to hear what our missionaries are up to. We get a chance to do that uh, from time to time on the board, and uh, the chance to update you is, is great. Uh, the next area of ministry is uh, Deacon of Worship, and that is Dennis Gustafson.
6: Well, I've been deacon of worship for quite a few years, and it's after listening to Jeremy's sermon today. Not that I ever, I think we all maybe do that sometimes inside, think more highly of ourselves than we should, but what a privilege it is to serve the Lord in whatever capacity we do, and we should never forget that He gives us that privilege to do that. Not that He needs us, but He allows us to be a part of the church. To minister to him, to worship him, and to minister to others and so I thought that was a great message today, Jeremy, to remind us who we are and who we is. Um, one of my duties is to make sure that we have ushers and greeters every Sunday, and there's so many people involved with that it's it's just uh, very important that we have greeters to make people feel at home when they come to our church and everybody should be a greeter but we we do have people try to have people in the top door and the lower door and uh I want to thank all of you who are involved with that ushers too obviously to take offering and to help out with communion and and uh, very important to help seat people and and uh it's just, uh, we try to take a weekly, uh, we take a weekly attendance, and uh, so I appreciate all the ushers that have been involved, some of them for many, many years. We do have visitor packets available. I think they were new last year, so uh, they're in the back. So if you see a somebody looks like they're new, uh, let the usher know or hand them a, a visitor packet. It tells a little bit mo- more about our church. Um... Music, a lot of people, that kind of does its own thing. Obviously, a very important part of worship. And I appreciate all the people that are involved with that. Uh, And, of course, choir is about ready to start out, uh, I think, next week for Christmas already. It's hard to believe. It's almost, you know, that time of year. And we have many ladies that have helped with communion over the years. So I appreciate the ladies that are involved with that. We do that once a month. And the ladies involved with uh, decorating, I just wanted to mention Deb Illingworth, who is moving. She has been involved with uh, dec- helping to keep our church and many other ladies, too. But she was kind of in charge of it the last several years, so I appreciate that. And, and Wanda Callen is going to continue that. And I'm sure if you have some ideas uh, to help her, she she would be interested in hearing about them. Uh, The other area, when we have baptism, we have some young men that help set up the baptistry, which is art in itself, so I appreciate the guys that do that. Um, So that is basically about it. Just a reminder, when you see the lights blink, that's not because we haven't paid the electricity bill, uh, but it's a reminder to... You know, start clearing the foyer and the hallways. Go into the fireside room if you want to continue to have fellowship, or else please go to better. You know, better yet, go to your ABF class, Um, because that's important too. We kind of disturbs what's going on, and I know fellowship's important. But uh, anyway, uh, it is a privilege to gather together each week to worship God. I know we can do that each day by ourselves, but it's a special privilege to get together as a body of Christ to worship Him. I can't think of any higher calling that we have is to worship Him together. So remember that. Uh, it's, and it's good to prepare the night before. You know, I don't always, I think Dave Lample told me that, you know. and We should do that, you know. and Especially the, day bef- the same day is to prepare our hearts to come to worship God put aside our worries and cares, because we have a lot to be thankful for, so. And thank you for letting me serve as Deacon Worship for these many years, thank you.
0: Thanks, Denny. Um, You know, one thing Denny didn't say, and there is so much that goes into a morning service. Um, The pastors obviously work very close with Denny But everything's, even though it doesn't look like it sometimes, pretty well scripted out, um, down to the minute even. They know how long things are going to take, and they guard that time very closely um, because we do want it to flow well. We want it to be organized, and we want things to go well. So uh, there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot of planning behind the scenes that you will never see, and uh, and Denny's a big part of that. Um, So that is it for our deacons. Uh, Now we get to our pastor's reports. And um, now you can really hear what the pastors have been up to, because obviously they preach on Sunday morning, but a lot of us wonder what they do the rest of the week. You know, is it, I mean, is it, is it a couple hour preparation, you know, Sunday morning or, you know, what do they really do? But no, uh, obviously we know that these guys work extremely hard uh, with all the ministries and there's, there's so much that goes into that. Uh, So Daniel will be first with, uh, he's our associate pastor and slash youth pastor. Thanks, Daniel.
7: I got, I got this. Fancy, fancy pants. Just to be clear, Jeremy scripts to the minute when he gets up to the pulpit, not when he gets down from the pulpit. Is that accurate? All right. Uh, the, the largest part of my ministry is the ministry to the youth, uh, primarily grades 7 through 12. Uh, that's the largest single part of my ministry, but not the bulk of my ministry, if you get that difference. That's hard for us Americans. We're used to a two-system voting system, so whoever won had the majority of the votes. No, not if you have more than three or more than two parts. Uh, Wednesday night, we have our junior high youth group that's uh, 7th and 8th grade. Uh, we also invite the 6th graders up at the end of the school year, which has been a, a real success, I think, in getting them incorporated into the junior high. I know when I went into junior high, probably you guys too, this terrifying like jump into this abyss of, of junior high life. Uh, and I think bringing our 6th graders up, there's none of that they're right away welcomed into the group and they're a part of it and they love it Um, last year we went through mark chapter 8 and 9 and this year we're gonna start in chapter 10 hopefully get through 11 12 we'll see sunday night uh, we have our high school youth group Last year, we spent a lot of time talking about world religions, uh, looked at some of the major world religions and how they square or don't with the Bible. And we just began a survey of the Old Testament. Uh, So we look, we're going to go one book at a time, and you kind of study the book as a whole. You don't read every verse of the book, but looking at the book as, as a whole, who wrote it, when did they write it, who did they write it to, why did they write it, what are they hoping to accomplish, and what's the book about Um, And then also, what are some of the interpretive challenges of the book? So we'll be doing that uh, probably at least for the next year. Uh, Spend somewhere between two and three weeks per book, um, depending on the size of the book. So we're doing that Sunday nights, Sunday morning in our Sunday school. We made it through Galatians 1 through 5, and well, 4, 5, almost through 5, not quite. Um, That's pretty good. That's that's. I don't know, that's probably a little slower than Pastor Jeremy's going through Luke. So I think Pastor Jeremy's moving quickly. Um, Props. You pick a large book, it's gonna take you a long time, that's it. After Galatians, we'll go through another book of the Bible. I don't know which one yet. Maybe an Old Testament book to to coincide with our Old Testament survey. Uh, Activities, junior high and high school activities. We have a lot of fun activities. Um, The highlight of our year continues to be our service trip to Camp Apennus. And I want to ask for your help for this coming year. Um, There's a lot of projects that you can do at camp. And some of you probably think I would never do youth ministry, but we think there's actually a place for you to speak into the lives of our students to help them. If you have any skill at all in anything, we could use your help because. Because a lot of our junior high and high schoolers have no skill in anything that goes on at a camp so here here's what here's what we have in mind if if you have one day out of the week of our service trip that you could drive down it's about an hour and a half to camp happiness spend a few hours with our kids maybe teach them how to clean a bathroom maybe teach them how to build a bench maybe teach them how to use a weed whacker whatever it is at camp and then you can go home or you could stay longer if you wanted. But what we'd love to have is enough adults who can teach. And we're not talking about like biblical teaching, just life skills. Here's how you do it. Know that toilet's not clean. Let's go back and here's here's why. Anything like that, we'd love you to be able to impart that to the students. So, if, if you have, during that week, it's the first week of June, if you have any interest in being a part of that, it's a great opportunity for you to serve the camp, but also to get to know some of the students. We'd put you with one or two students, so it wouldn't be intense. Uh, and then you're beginning to get to know them and help them grow as young men and women. Uh, yeah, that's it, all right. Other activities, another highlight. Uh, we're going to do another youth formal this year. This is a, a great opportunity for our students. We get, we prepare a really kind of fancy meal for our students. They dress up uh, formally, and then we serve them a meal. We have waiters who are dressed in tuxedo, well, some some tuxedos, some suits, whatever, and they serve. And then what we do with the students is we help them learn how to uh, behave properly and speak properly so that they can interact with one another in a, an appropriate way. Um, and we could use your help with that also, whether or not you could help clean dishes or help clean up after the, the night, or maybe you're a, a chef or you love preparing desserts, whatever. We'd love your help. We take about 20 adults to to pull that off, maybe even a little bit more. So if you can contribute some little bit, that's a a wonderful way to get to know each other as you're serving in the background uh, and get to see some of the things that we do with the students during the year. All right, that's youth ministry. I also spend a significant amount of time counseling uh, students, parents, others in the church. Um, I enjoy that time a lot with the people in the body getting to know you uh, and it does not need to be an emergency you don't only call the pastor when things are about to fall off the, the wheels um, I'd love to spend time with you you want to hang out um, and get to know each other we can do that you don't have to have an urgent problem in your life uh, in fact a lot of that preventative maintenance is, is very helpful another one of my functions uh, pretty significant as associate pastors to support and compliment Pastor Jeremy. So we spend a lot of time together, regular time talking, uh, talking through what he is teaching, talking through difficult uh, questions about the passages or applications of those passages. I claim no responsibility for what Pastor Jeremy says on a given Sunday morning. (laughs) Only that it was probably better after we talked. (laughs) (laughs) so no, this really it, it is a it is a good practice because I think at the end of the day Jeremy feels more confident in what he says having having talked through it with someone having worked through it with someone so that what he says he knows is not just some crazy idea he came up with but yes that is consistent with what the scripture says and that's, that's uh, helpful. Probably don't see that, but it, it is, it really is helpful. Uh, of course, I do a lot of administrative things. I won't bore you with the details. Just a couple little projects. Uh, we continue integrating our database into the ministries um, so that we, we have an accurate reflection of what's going on. And that database helps everyone's job be easier. Mandy in particular, um, even Greg, what did Greg say a couple weeks ago? they do that I always had to do that myself when I was (laughs) so we're making things easier trying to be a little more efficient Uh, of course I had to learn how to use the new printer Uh, that was a big big job Um, we updated the format and structure of the budget just the sheet not not the budget itself but the way it's printed and stuff Um, we ran our first round of background checks which is a pretty big deal Five or 30 different people. We had to renew the background check, so I oversaw that. Uh, and then, of course, the ongoing editing of the bulletin and messenger. That's it. Plenty of other stuff, but that's all I've mentioned. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Daniel. In case you haven't noticed, Daniel is a big part of the organizational things and the uh, structure of how things go on around here. He's very blessed and talented in that regard. And uh, his organi- organizational skills are uh, much appreciated and needed. Um, Jeremy likewise is, is very similar in that regard. Um, <laughs> maybe I misspoke there. He compliments Jeremy very well, very well. So, uh, but anyway, so it, it's, it's been a great combination. Um, which brings us to our final report, and that is our senior pastor, Jeremy Kitter.
8: I got my uh, Brittany mic on, so I can bust a move. Okay. Sorry, Gary. Um, I am the uh, senior pastor, or as Pastor Daniel likes to call me, the senior pastor, um, <laughs> the umlaut. Um My primary areas of ministry are overseeing the worship service, teaching in the worship service, coordinating with the worship teams, the uh, the, the order, music, I'm leading a worship team, I lead a small group, Um, so a lot of my emphasis is in teaching and in the music aspects. Daniel is an amazing administrator, and that is not a very high strength of mine. Um, Okay, good, Renee Sermon is not here to amen that, excellent. no, and, and and one of the things Daniel said that uh, he does that is very helpful is absolutely true. Um, Daniel and I, in many respects, are alike, In many respects could not be more apart. The way we work, I I'm, I need I think out loud. Anyone who spent any time with me, I, I need to verbalize and think what I'm thinking. And if I'm reading or working on a sermon, I need to talk it over with someone. Daniel is the opposite. So for me, I can't get more than an hour and a half, two hours of work done without needing to sort of chew it over with somebody. I think Daniel, if he could lock himself in his room with some light classical for six hours, would just be perfect for him, right? I mean, he'd just be Baroque. Baroque. Not classical, Baroque. Bach, really. Let's, let's stop cutting around. Yeah. Right. Um, and so no, talking things over is tremendously helpful, because I, I think that the strength of the church, and we, we do this periodically with the elders as well, is that God has gifted this church with numerous wise, godly people, and it's the entire council of the elders that comes to bear. One of the restraints I try to put in my own teaching is I don't want to teach anything from the from um, Luke or from the scripture that I don't think the elders are on board with. I, I don't want to fracture the elders. And, and so we'll talk about things, get together. But one of the checks is with Daniel is just saying, okay, push back, what do you think about this? And so that's a tremendous help for me. I would I would second guess myself way too much. If this is just my thought or my idea. So having someone to talk it out with, what do you think? And sometimes, is this a helpful way of expressing this? Um, And so I get a lot of benefit from Daniel on that. We make good progress into Luke. I was uh, listening to um, John MacArthur touch on the passage this morning. Sometimes when I get my work done, I'll check someone else out. I think it's cheating to do it beforehand if I listen to MacArthur or Piper or somebody before I do my work, that's cheating. But after I've done my sermon prep, just I'm curious to see what they do with it. And he happened to announce in the same passage I was at today, year 11. So this is year two. We just finished year two. We're starting year three. <laughs> we're starting We're starting year three. Um, and I like to think we'll be finished sometime in year four, probably not fill up the whole fourth year. So we are moving along. Luke... I don't know if you know this, Luke wrote the overwhelming, uh, largest portion of the New Testament. You ask people that, who wrote most of the New Testament, they'll think it's Paul. Luke crushes Paul. Luke Acts crushes Paul. Even if you grant Paul the book of Hebrews, he crushes Paul. So this is a large book. I think we're still averaging nine and a half verses a week. So... Um, then there's uh, so that's that's sunday morning we've done a series on election predestination which um, periodically we do series if there are topics by the way that you're you'd like to see more extended teaching on we we generally are committed to verse-by-verse exposition but there are topics that come up that are worth stopping we did a series on parenting Um, just at the transition period last year. And so as things came up in Luke, we thought that was good. So if there are topics, let me let an elder know. I could really, we think we could really use some teaching on something. We generally will do a topical series once, maybe twice a year, but we're not just looking to do things. If we want to sense needs in the body, so you can talk to us, let us know what would be a topic you might find a help to spend a week or two on. Um, Small group wise, they're they're up and running now and we think that's an important ministry as well. I lead one, ours at the... uh, um, the carpenters are going through first corinthians um which dave lampel is doing an abf in first corinthians correct all right there's a plug got it okay um he'll, thank you um, <laughs> checks in the mail okay um so what was the other thing I was going to talk about? Oh, yeah, the other thing that Pastor Daniel and I did that's also exciting is um, we've we've entered into a partnership with Camp Appanus. You see that in the youth trip going there, but also that Pat has us come in and do all of the biblical training for their counseling staff. I don't know if you know that, but Pastor Daniel and I take a week together. We sort of tag team. I do the first half. He does the second half, and we go in, and we do all of the biblical training for all the counselors at Camp Appanus. It's, it's a real honor, and it's encouraging and exciting. That, that's just an indication of how like-minded we are with Apanus, and what, what a tremendous privilege to have that to much influence in their counseling staff. So, um, we do that every year. We have done that every year. We've done that twice an hour, look we plan to do that in um, uh, moving forward yearly. And as Daniel, Pastor Daniel, noted this morning, we are leading a trip to Together for the Gospel um, in April. It's a bi-yearly conference. And it's one of my—I've been to all sorts of different conferences. It's easily my favorite. There is just something about singing with seven thousand people together, led by a single piano, hymns and songs, that is tremendous. If you're interested in going, I'd encourage you to do it. We've—we've we've had women, ladies come before. We've I've got some who've expressed some interest now. Last year we had a room of them, and we've locked set aside some rooms. So if you're interested, check into that. It's a great, great time. We drive to Louisville—not Louisville, sorry. The natives say it, Louisville, Louisville. We go down and we drive down to Lovell, and uh, it's, it takes us uh, a day down. It's 10 hours down, three days there and then a day back. So it's, you're going to miss a week for the most part. But if you're at all interested, I highly recommend looking into that. Aside from that, I'm involved in counseling. Uh, I've got a pretty fair load with that as well. And I won't, I won't go into details with that, but that's that's... What's been going on the year? Just plugging away, trying to be faithful in the word, plugging away, um, gathering and and overseeing the worship service. Um, That's a snippet in my year, so my report. Thank you all. Thanks, Jeremy. Um,
0: I know it was already mentioned, but another uh, new addition this year. Uh, We have had over the years some great secretaries here that have helped keep the things at the church running and uh, to a large extent keep uh, certain pastors in line and keep them online with certain things and, uh, and Mandy certainly has been uh, no exception to that. She's doing a wonderful job and a lot of things th- flow through her which is good because she's kind of the central hub of keeping track of everything. So I just again want to mention her, uh, she's doing an outstanding job. Um, We do have a few extra minutes, but not many. So uh, that does conclude our uh, deacon's report and pastor's reports. So uh, we will close, and um, thank you all for coming, for paying attention, uh, for being a part of everything that you do uh, over this last year, all the help that you provide. Um, There's just so many things going on here in the church that uh, without you all helping, it it just wouldn't, uh, wouldn't get done. Uh, we do have our annual meeting next Sunday night at six o'clock, so uh, if you can possibly be here, we would not only encourage you but uh, we think it's a responsibility that you need to be here for that. So we look forward to that. Greg Correct. that would probably be a good idea so uh, so we have about seven minutes, eight minutes till that time so uh, Anything else that I missed? Any of the elders? Okay, then we will close in prayer, and uh, you'll be dismissed. Father, again, I thank you for this day. Uh, I thank you for this body here. Uh, we are just a small part of your body uh, that, that uh, does our best to worship you, to follow your word, and I thank you for the group that meets here. Uh, that our friends and, and fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, I thank you for this last year, uh, for how good you've been to us, and for the grace that you've shown to us. I just pray that we would be diligent and faithful to you and to your word over this coming year. Um, watch over us now uh, through the rest of this day as we go to our homes and enjoy the fellowship through the uh, rest of the day. In Jesus' name, amen.